If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit pact to learn more and file your claim. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Go Birds! Yes, indeed, we are overreacting on a busy Monday, lots to talk about. We got live football right now, so if we don't have anyone watching live, I don't blame you, you should be watching football, I feel you, watch <laughs> us later right. on. Also, so let's start out our introductions. We got to well, first let's introduce. We got a guest in the house. We got to do the guest first. Let's welcome in the professor of belly up fantasy, Kevin Wilson. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much, Commissioner Cooper. It's always great to be here. And uh, it's just my fortune that uh, for whatever reason, Justin is not here. So I don't have to listen to any 49ers talk. So <laughs> I'm extra jazz now. Yeah, Justin and Fred decided to have a bowling league on the same night in two different cities in America. How crazy is that? (laughs) Yeah, there's no explanation for that whatsoever. Yeah, Barney and Fred are off tonight. Let's also (laughs) welcome to the studio, Nick, you got Flander and (laughs) Macaronis. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, it is Monday night. It is Eagles Monday Night Football against Minnesota. I was going to call in. But uh, I can't leave my teammates hanging, unlike others. So uh, I'm just decided I'm, I'm going to be a teamer, uh, a teamer, a gamer, and uh, go ahead and I'm going to try and be as professional as I can. And if I have any missteps, um, you know why. Well, we appreciate your professionalism <laughs> as always. As also, always. if you're if you are watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Why we're giving a CJ 2K football it's sign waiting for you to give away so just hit the subscribe button it's no big deal obviously if you're listening on podcasts hit the notifications on there too as well for us we do appreciate it also if you have a chance visit tssfantasy.com we got all of our current rankings all of our little articles we got all kind of good stuff on there so make sure you go check that out and again fantasy season lots of daily fantasy contests going on right now go to underdog fantasy use that promo code tss We're going to double that deposit up to $100. 
I mean, it's crazy enough, but we got all these great contests to go along with it. Nick, why do we do all these crazy things? Because we pretty much do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> That's But pretty- <laughs> the real reason is, the real reason is because we are the fancy show of the people. That's the right. Speak it, Nick. Speak it. The fantasy show, the people indeed. Again, we got lots to overreact to. Let's start off with some news. So first off, I mean, hate to see it, and that's why he's not here tonight, really. Trey Lance carted off the field, um, uh, ankle fracture. Looks like the bone was broken in two places. Obviously, we'll have the doc uh, on tomorrow. Um, so we'll ha- definitely have a lot to uh, basically unearth this, if you will, with that injury. Uh, we'll talk about Trey Lance. Basically, season-ending surgery. He is kaput. Enter in Jimmy G. Now, I said this in our group text. I think this is a blessing in disguise, quite frankly, for San Francisco. Jimmy G brought them all the way to the NFC Championship last year. Why wouldn't you want to ride that train again? Makes no sense to me. But, Nick, fantasy. We're talking fantasy here. Give me the impacts you feel that this injury is caused now with Jimmy G now at the helm. Uh, well, number one, uh, if you thought Debo was going to be a force before with Trey Lance, uh, he's going to be even bigger force now with Jimmy Garoppolo. Tell you what, that locker room, they love Jimmy G. I mean, they will, they will literally lay down. Die. I mean, when I saw the, when I saw the excitement, uh, that when he came in and what he threw it on his third pass, he threw a touchdown and they're all hooting and, and hollering, rolling around him. They, they wanted him to start anyway. Um, as far as the, uh, fantasy impact, again, uh, Debo Samuel's value goes up and also Brendan Ayuk's value goes up too because, um, what happened is you know that Trey Lance was going to do a lot of his points on the ground, uh, with, with his, le- uh, with his legs and with his lack of strong arm. So, and on a little tidbit, you said fantasy. Um, it's going to be almost four years when he comes back. I think his I think his career is just about done already, even before it, it even got off the ground. Mm, wow, that's a pretty bold <laughs> statement there, Nick. Jeez, bury the guy while he's down. I don't go. All right, what not a better time? Yeah, <laughs> true statement. Uh, we do hope the best for Trey Lance. I hope he does make a full recovery. Um, again, I don't know if it's a little early to call his season done. He says that the surgery was successful um, today. It looks like you know a full recovery is in order. We'll talk more about the doc about it tomorrow. Let's go on to some other news. And, and won't be playing next week, but not because of injury. How about Mike Evans and that fracas mm. on the field, if you will? I mean, you know, again, sounded like there was a little smack talk to Tom Brady and he wanted to step up with his boy. But him and him and Lattimore have had a long history together. So obviously this is Mike Evans, I think, was looking for any excuse, obviously, to react. However, be that as it may, he's suspended for now. Obviously, he's going to do some type of appeal. But for now, suspended. What do you think of this receiving core, Kevin? Is there anyone on here that you're like, man, maybe on the waiver wire or somebody you might want to step up here in your roster? Well, I think the only guy that you can really look at is uh, Perryman. And uh, he, as soon as that play happened, then then the 40, what I'm talking about, the, the Buccaneers, they actually moved the football. And then Perryman did that nice touchdown catch. And so uh, you might want to sit there and go and see how available he is because, as you mentioned, Evan suspended. 
And a lot of their other players are hurt in the first place. And so Perriman's the only guy that you can actually add, I think. The rest of them, you just have to, if you own them, you have to hope they're, they're, they're healthy. I do have Fournette in, 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 a, in a fantasy league, and he's been banged up. And so uh, Tampa is fortunate they won that game yesterday. And uh, it was, their offense is not looking good. Tom Brady is not looking good. And so uh, I don't know if I want a whole lot of shares of that Tampa offense, but if you're forced into a situation where you have to grab the low, you know, low line fruit, Perriman's the way to go. So what's so funny about that, Vince, is that you know I've heard I heard that a lot today too. Kevin. I, I see. Yeah. What did I say, Vince? Oh my god! <laughs> my, my, my mortal enemy at this point. My no, it's just because you got on the screen. Uh, See, it says that, well, you had Kevin. that conversation about you and Vince having the baseball fanny, uh you know, championship game. All right, my bad. Um, so I've heard that a lot today about Brady struggling, the Bucks struggling. Yeah, I totally agree. But guess what? What's scary is they're two and zero, oh, and they're they're struggling. two and zero. Oh, and, and to be fair, they have faced hmm. two good defenses in their first two games. And uh, they just need to get guys healthy. And uh, I think they're going to be okay. It's just a question of how long is it going to take till they're a fully mended football team. And once, what about their offensive line? Is that going to be okay? And so there's still a lot of questions to be answered in Tampa. Brady can throw an iPad, can he? Woo, he had some zip on that thing. Definitely a lot of questions, but as I was mentioning, the scary part about it is struggling and 2-0, and and as you mentioned, later we'll get healthy, maybe some momentum for this Bucks team that, you know, it's already got the greatness behind uh, center. So, yeah, uh, again, though, a lot of questions to be answered, but that defense, though, is the real deal. Um, let's talk about some some other injuries that might be impactful for your fantasy teams. Jerry Judy, now I'm hearing mixed reports. It looked at first it was the shoulder. Then I heard ribs. Now I heard chest. I mean, it, you know, if it's a C joint, that's no bueno, as we all know. So um, going to be some interesting stuff coming along. Oh, wow. Sorry. Jalen Hurts with a long TD pass just now. Touchdown, Eagles. In my, uh, I can hear Mary Jane all the way in the living Come room. Come on, Nick. You're supposed to be the the, the lead. I know. See, oh, I, I I'm see it yet. He's 30 right. seconds ahead of me. I keep forgetting I'm a little ahead of Nick. I told him I wasn't going to react, Ooh. and then I just reacted. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. My bad. Jalen Hurts, long TD pass. Indeed. Looking like the I real I told deal. you last week. Didn't I say that the Vikings defense was inflated? You told me. I've been telling everyone since the season, put your little finger down because your team, I've been boosting up Jalen Hurts all freaking off season, so I don't even want to hear it. All right, let's go on. Jerry Judy, like I said, could be, you know, he could miss some time. This could be, you know, again, we'll talk about the doc tomorrow and, like I said, when something comes out. But, again, who's going to step up? Obviously, Corton Sutton, if you have him. But Russell Wilson, by the way, look at a little aged behind this offense. And we're going to talk about this game in a little bit. But, damn, their coaching staff, too. They really oh. got to get together in Denver, man, well, big time. Um, well, all right, let's, let's, let's run through the news real quick. James Conner, ankle, doesn't seem to be serious, but we'll see day-to-day on that one. Dalton Schultz, PCL injury. That did come out today. Said injury, so I don't know if it's a sprain, what type of sprain it might be. Again, we'll have Doc in tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more on that. Also, Damian Harris also said 
as as he limped off wasn't a big deal, as he said. So we'll we'll see about that. All right, let's take. Well, we're not going to take a quick break. We are going to get our game balls out early because I'm super excited. I've been really wanting to get to this. Right, that was like the first segment I want to get on, and let's get it on. Let's give out some game balls. Lamar winding up. It's so funny that that was the clip I chose to use one way back when to get this one, because obviously we got to talk about America's team for me. Game ball tonight. Easy speezy. Big Tua tongue of Iloa. I love you, my friend. What a wonderful showing you had. 469 yards, six TDs, two <laughs> interceptions. I'm telling you right now, and I'm just man enough to admit it, literally after the game was over, I was in tears. I hid in the corner and kept saying, please, no one speak to me right now because I'm going to reveal how emotional I am right now. <laughs> it has been that long that I've had something like that happen for this football team, um, and I just kind of let it out at that point. So, man, Tua, thank you so much. Huge game. What an impact he had. We're going to talk about this game in a little bit, but wow, he is my big game ball recipient for this week. Nick, how about you, sir? Uh, well, I'm going to go with uh, your other guy on that, on that team. I'm going to go with Jalen Waddell. Uh, 11 receptions on 19 targets and 171 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and including the game winner. So, uh, you know, they are, they are not my team, but I but I recognize uh, greatness when I see it. Uh, so they had a great game yesterday. I was skeptical about the hire with uh, McDaniel, but hey, he did a fantastic job so far. And uh, keep it up. Don't give away that. I guess that division is is not Buffalo's, is it? Not just yet. Not just yet. Can't wait for next Sunday. That's for sure. Uh, Kevin, you got a game ball you want to give out today? I, I do have a game ball, and and I want to. Self-congratulate, you know, a little bit right here because yesterday on yesterday's show I talked about Carson Wentz and that he's back. Well, he is back, and so uh, uh, yesterday he threw for 337 yards, three touchdowns. Out of two games, he has seven touchdowns, 650 yards. He has 52 and a half fantasy points, and he has 51. And uh, if you read my article last week, I advocated picking him up. And if you listened to that and picked him up and started him, congratulations to you because he is doing everything that uh, it is obvious that he wasn't the issue in Indianapolis. I think we can say that with pretty much clarity right now. So <laughs> I, 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 I uh, so the game ball big time to Carson Wentz for me. And so go Carson. Carson Wentz, congratulations, sir. Definitely an earned game ball as well. And by the way, Nick, because I know you're not watching this one, an update, Joss Allen just hit Stephon Diggs for a long TD pass. Bill's up right now 24-7. to He's on my oh, dynasty great team. Great news, Josh Allen, my quarterback. So. There you my go. My receiver. I, I'm bringing the big news tonight. All right, let's go to our fantasy leaders for this week. Leader of the pack. Big leaders this week. 
brought to us by our friends at Fantasy Pros. We appreciate our brothers over there. Lamar Jackson, he was our leader in fantasy <laughs> QBs, 42.6 points. Tua, number two at 40.9. Carson Wentz, as you just mentioned, 28.8. We got Joe Flacco at number four, 26.89. How Amazing. about Jared Goff at number five, 2604. Kyler Murray, number six, 24.8. Justin Herbert, 24.5. Matt Stafford, 20.1. Derek Carr, eight, well, 19 points. And Trevor Lawrence, a surprise entrance down there at uh, number 10 and 19. Nick, anyone you want to talk about just on this fantasy board here, QB-wise? Anyone that you think leader-wise needs a, a big mention? Yeah, I want to talk about uh, Joe Flacco and the resurgence of, of him. Uh, you know, they might not want Zach Wilson back. That's right. I'm telling you what. I take Nick, bring it. Uh, Joe Flacco is, he's bringing some, something that the Jets never had to in the recent, recent memory. Uh, that's called stability. He's bringing stability to the the quarterback (laughs) position. Uh, they, they, they got a chiseled, grizzled veteran back there who, who just slinging the ball all all over the yard? Hey, it may be a Fitzpatrick moment, but you know what? Ride it, ride it till the wheels fall fall off. Then you can bring Zach Wilson back. But uh, they weren't winning with Zach Wilson in there. They're winning with they're winning with Flacco. So um, I'd go with the hot hand, and I I stick with Flacco. Yeah, I mean, again, depending on the record, by the time Zach Wilson, there's no denying that Joe Flacco. I mean, I think he's thrown. 50 passes in every game so far. I mean, he's really, I mean, that's an old arm, though. You keep throwing that much. Garrett Wilson, though, seems to be the guy he favored, <laughs> especially in the red zone. So just keep an eye on that situation. Joe Flacco, again, definitely a, a nice pickup maybe for you as these bye weeks start to heat up. Let's go to the running back position. Nick Chubb, th- number one this week, 32.3. Aaron Jones, 32. Big night last night. Tony Pollard, by the way, this is all PPR. He's number three on this list. Big difference, though, in standard and non-PP and PPR. But Tony Pollard, number three at 19.8. Austin Eckler, 18.4. Christian McCaffrey at 16.8. He finally showed up. Damian Harris, uh, mentioned he was got hurt at the end, 16.7 at number six. Um, Swift, how about Swift having a big game early? Um, you know, I saw a few big runs from him. He's just great um, once he gets free. Um, he tied with Harris, though, at 16.7. Um, Clyde's Edward Lair from Thursday. He was number eight, 15.8. James Robinson again makes it in the top 10, 15.8. Talk about great ADP value right off the jump. David Montgomery, 15.6. Kevin, anyone on this list you want to give a big shout-out to? Well, let's see here. Um, well, I think you got to give a shout-out to uh, uh, Clyde Edward Hilaire because – None of us were buying him. None of us. And so uh, he he he's doing it over there in uh, Kansas City, and uh, so so good to him so far. And you mentioned Austin Eckler that he was you know where he is, but he has not been the Austin Eckler that we have expected in the past. He has. I don't even think he's passed fifty yards rushing in either one of these games. And he's not catching the balls like he hasn't been in the past. So that's something to keep your eye on. Uh, 
I was number five in my draft, and he was already off the board, so I did not get a chance to take Austin Eckler. I would have certainly done so if he was there, but uh, a lot more is expected out of him, and uh, I, I don't think it's that much to say. He has been a disappointment so far to me. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um so um on this on this list by the way, I wanted to mention as I went down it as you were saying that, I did want to mention a lot of these guys. How about like Jonathan Taylor? Where's he at? A lot of these guys that we went high on running back wise especially are kind of, you know, again, are we are we overreacting, getting a little nervous about these guys? I mean, I don't know. Some of them, I mean, especially Jonathan Taylor, like, you know, that offense and that whole well, team right now seems to be yeah. in disarray a little bit. Yeah. Nick, do you want to yeah. bring something in? I'm sorry. Look at you. Well, no, that. no. I mean, it's just, just you know, keep in mind the perspective of this is really the second week. These guys have all played together. Like they don't, they don't play preseason games anymore. So, so this is so the weeks one to three, one to four are essentially preseason. So, so the month of September, you could basically like throw out, but it's imperative for fantasy for them to be successful early because if you wait too long and they heat up too too late you may already be out of it yeah indeed listen we have a special guest that's dropped in i was happy i wasn't sure he's gonna make it so anyone mr mallard is here he'll be on tomorrow as well we appreciate you coming in welcome into the studio mr mallard you weren't sure I was going to make it come on my man <laughs> this is what I have to say know. to you, you Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky? in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do I have to say yes you do in the car before my kids PTA meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. <laughs> it's the sophistication station of belly up we appreciate you coming in right now we yes. are talking about our fantasy leaders of the week and i'm gonna yes, hit yes. you up with receivers so let's go down the list this is all ppr again with our boys at fantasy pros starting with number one tyree kill 42 points jalen waddle 40 oh, just makes me smile <laughs> oh, Amon St. Brown. you can smile you can take a moment and smile oh god go bask in it bask in it Absolutely. Amon St. Brown, 39.4. Cooper Cup at number four. He was 31.8. Garrett Wilson, we just sitting there talking about the Jets, 30 yep. right there on, on the week. Christian Kirk again. Talk about James Robinson a minute ago. Here comes yeah. Christian Kirk again in the top 10. 25.8. Mike Williams from Thursday, 25.3. Amari Cooper with Jacoby Brissett behind the helm. He's a, he's at number eight, 28.1. <laughs> Drake London, this might be a real deal uh, here, 24.6. By the way, shout out to your boy Nathan on Belly Up was the guy he mentioned in my little trio. I should have just listened to him, but I didn't. 
Um, Nelson Aguilar. See, this is why I want to go to you. Number 10. <laughs> he snuck in the PPR list. 23 points. All right. Who do you want to give a shout out to on your on this leaderboard, Andrew? All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Amon Ross St. Brown just because I don't think I've heard you guys say it yet. Look, he was a guy that I think a lot of people questioned whether he was going to be legit for a second year in a row, considering he only showed up in the second half. When you guys were talking about game balls earlier, I was listening on my way home. Uh, I, I was a little disappointed that someone stole Jalen Waddle from me because, look, Jalen Waddle definitely deserves the game ball, Nick, and I agree with you because he did it when the defense was focused on Tyreek Hill, they said, we're not going to let Tyreek Hill beat us. And Jalen Waddle took advantage of the second the defense decided to say, okay, we're not going to let Jalen Waddle beat us now. That's when Tyreek Hill all of a sudden in the second half exploded for 44 points. So Jalen Waddle, I think is a legit like weapon and stud in the NFL. But Amon St. Brown is also a stud. Just considering he's doing what Jared Goff, Goff as the quarterback is just impressive for Detroit. I think that's exciting. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, I should have called that because I was playing a guy in my, you know, my big league. And <laughs> this guy, every year, it does not matter. It's somebody like Keelan Cole or it's always somebody. <laughs> and I knew he had Amon St. Brown. And I said, yep, he's going to have a big game. Here we go. And, of course, he does. What are you going to do? All right, let's go on to the tight end position. Number one, Mark Andrews. I believe everyone on our entire set last week was screaming. Even even I was. I'm like, listen, I know Miami is susceptible to tight end. Mark Andrews was a good play all day, 25.7. Darren Waller showing up still and and healthy, thankfully, 17 points at number two. Zach Ertz, um, 15.5. Tyler Higby, who's been decent to start this year, 14.1. Gasecki finally showed up, 14.1 at number five. Gerald Everett, who's been a nice surprise this year, 13.1 at number it's six. My boy. <laughs> Logan Thomas at number seven, 12.7. Uh, Pat Fryermuth at uh, number eight, 12.2. Evan Ingram, 11.6. Ross Dwelly, 10.8 points at number 10. Nick, who you like? Who you want to shout out here in the tight ends? Uh, I'm going to go with Darren Waller. Uh, you know, he's, he's been kind of getting bagged on by, by all the fancy experts saying, saying essentially, you know, that this is going to be a down year for him. There's, there's too many passes to go around. Uh, so I think, uh, Darren Waller showing up against, well, a hapless, uh, Arizona defense, defense optional. But again, hey, he got in the end zone. Everyone expects it from Mark Andrews. They weren't really expecting it this year from uh, Darren Waller. And uh, great job to him. Indeed. All right, we'll finish up with the defenses. All these are all matchup-based, so it's just worth mentioning. Bucks 26 points. Jags, 21 points. Wow. How about the Falcons, though, at number three? 16 points against the Mighty Mighty Rams. 49ers, 15 points. Chiefs, 10. And then 6 through 10, all tied with 9 Cardinals, Rams, Lions, Packers, Seahawks. So some defensive surprises, to say the least. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm reacting early, Nick. My bad. All right. Let's Let's talk now about some guys that we were disappointed with, what we like to call Flanders flops. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best. Shoddly, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice. Hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Ah, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops. Fucking hit your bitch in the side. It's a big watch. Diamond dripping off with a clock. 
talk about those guys that we were really disappointed in. Let's start in the QB position. Russell Wilson. We talked about it. Looks a little aged out there. Those wheels aren't really coming back like we thought. He was your number 22 quarterback this week. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, we already knew this was not a huge surprise to me. See Tom Brady on this list. We knew the Saints D had his number a little bit, but he did come in at number 25. Uh, And again, we talked about this a minute ago. Matt Ryan, 4.8 points. The number 28 quarterback on this list against the Jaguars. Kevin, react to that. What do you think about Matt Ryan going forward? I don't think this is really that much of an overreaction, but I think uh, Matt Ryan, he's pretty much a dead he's, – he's a dead horse. There's no reason to, 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 to rush it rush it over there to the, to the refrigerator because it has passed its expiration date. And uh, I am sorry. I have to – you know, sometimes you have to take it in the shorts, and I recommended picking him up off the waiver wire last week. If anybody listened to my advice, I am profusely sorry. For that, because there is not a quarterback that's more disappointing in all of football to me, because he was he was going to go over there to up you know to Indianapolis and he was going to repair all and be the, uh, the the football savior of the city and everything else and, and, and it's just he, he got ran over by it's like you know one of those. Uh, electric cars, you know, star, whatever that is, and it just got ran over by a dump truck. And so <laughs> if, if you listen to my advice and pick them up, drop him immediately and go and get someone else. Yeah, so and that, he's he's ready to take it in the shorts. As he I was confused. I think when, he's when you said that. Book it. The shorts are off, and he's already <laughs> took it. So. Look, I was confused because when I when you said Matt Ryan, I was looking for him in my home league uh, standings here for the for the position end, and I couldn't find him. I couldn't find him ahead of Colin Kaepernick. I couldn't find him ahead of Andy Dalton, and that's because and that's because oh, in my no, home league, that is, that's because in my home league, about he scored, Holy man, he scored negative one point two points in my home league. Wow, unbelievable! Not a good day to say the least. Definitely a flanter flop for sure. Let's go to running backs. Javonta Williams, um, you know, from where he was positioned at 8.5 points, number 18th running back. Joe Mixon disappointed 8.3. He's the 19th running back on the week. Jonathan Taylor mentioned it a minute ago, 6.3 points. He's your 27th uh, running back this week. Zeke Elliott, 4.9. He's number 39 this week. Cordell Patterson, 4.1. He was 42nd. Mm-hmm. And Lenny Fournette, I forgot to mention him up there a little bit. My bad. Seven point. Yeah, please don't forget to mention him. He was your number twenty-four <laughs> QB this week. Andrew, let's go to you on this one. Um, who's your big flop out of that list this week? Look, I think it's safe to say, you know, you mentioned Cordell Patterson, and that's rough because I think a lot of people have been banking on what he had last season. And I, for one, in the offseason, have been saying that Cordell Patterson was not going to live up to what he did last season. I thought it was a fluke. And so far this season, I know he had a decent week one. He had a pretty good week one. But in week two, I think it proved that if the Atlanta Falcons want to win, they don't need him. They came back on the Rams without him. And he, what, I think you said he scored, what, less than five points? Is that what it was I think you said? Yep, 4.1 four point points mm-hmm. in my home league, yeah. So, well, Cordero Patterson, I think with the, the rise of Drake London, the continued growth of Kyle Pitts is just going to phase out a gadget player like Cordero Patterson. Mm, wow, big take there. Yeah, he had a f- good first week one, so we'll see um, We'll see how the rest of the season goes. All right, Nick, let's go to you on receivers. 
Terry McLaurin this week wasn't so scary. 8.2 points. He was your number 31 uh, receiver this week. C.D. Lamb, although it was, he looked okay when he was out there, but 8.1 points, number 33 on the list. Deontay Johnson, 7.7. He was your 35th receiver. And Devonta Adams, 7.2. He was number 37 this week. Nick, who do you want to shout out on your flops? Yeah, I nominated Terry McLaurin this week. Um, it's clear to me, uh, and it should be clear clear to the rest of the league, that he is not the overriding number number one receiver uh, in that league in terms – I mean, sorry, on that team in, in terms of, of fantasy. Right now, he looks like the number three guy uh, mm-hmm. behind uh, Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson. So don't count on him to be the guy – uh, as it stands now, uh, you know it could shift in, in week four and five. But as of right now, he is he is hit or miss. Um, basically, Wentz throws to, and which everyone should throw to, uh, his favorite receiver is who's ever open. And apparently, he's getting double covered. So, and he's not going to force the ball in there. So, I would look more towards uh, Samuel and Dotson. Yeah, it's early, you know. And again, I like I said um last week on last monday show you know we were all reacting everyone now again this is correction time so some of these guys that you went high on they are going to start panning out although some of these guys like zeke and you know you might be a little nervous about and we'll talk about that later in the week some guys you might want to drop zeke Um, is done done. we already know nick's opinion on on the ones we're going to drop all right so let's put in we got a busy week to talk about so let's do our weekly breakdown breakdown Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready. All right, so we saw the Giants are victorious once again, starting out 2-0 and with a hot start. And by the way, Josh Allen and the Bills just hit a field goal um, to go up 27-7, to I believe the score is now. So I'll be flipping back over to the Vikings-Eagles. Thank you, NFL. Why don't we just space these games out? All right, so when we're talking about Giants, we're talking about Giants-Panthers game, good game. Out of fantasy-wise, it was okay. You know, Baker Mayfield doing a Baker Mayfield-type stat line, 145 yards, one touchdown. Um, he did run for 35 yards, but again, I mean, God. Um, Christian McCaffrey um, finally did stuff. He did it towards the end, though. I did notice that. It was 102 yards on the ground, though, so he did get it done there. Four catches, 26 yards. Um, so, again, he did have an okay, decent day. DJ Moore, three receptions, 43 yards in the TD um, on that side. Other than that, not much else really to mention. 
Daniel Jones, again, pretty much the same stat line, 176, one TD. Saquon Barkley stepped it up a little bit with 72 yards, starting to get a little bit flowing towards the end of that game, but not not such a great game for him. He did have three receptions, though, for 16 yards as well. Um, Richie James, five receptions, 51 (laughs) yards. I mean, that's who Daniel Jones is, is finding right now. So they obviously have problems in playmakers and playmaking ability on the Giants' side, that's for sure. Nick, let's go to you on this one. Anyone you want to mention um, on this matchup? Anything as far as fantasy is concerned? What do you got to say? Uh, Baker Mayfield, he's the captain of the Who the Hell Cares team. Um, <laughs> geez, if I never have to mention that game ever, that, that name ever again. Uh, the Giants receiving core is just, it's got to be the last in the league. It has got to be the last in the league. You got Kadarius Tony. Uh, what happened to that guy? Oh, I'll tell you what happened to that guy. It's that thing between his ears, okay? Yeah. Um, he's Terrible. got three three targets, two receptions for zero yards. What the hell do you do with that? Uh, it was also <laughs> you, you sent him to the outhouse. Is what you do. I don't know who drafted him. I, he's I he, he is the Kyrie Irving of of the NFL. Uh, and then also uh, tidbit I heard today: Kenny Galladay cleaned out his locker. So hmm. wow, uh, yes, okay. he's. He is he's taking his toys and he's going home. So I don't know what's going on with with that. He's not worth uh asking back. The only no. thing he's asked work back for is a big ass contract. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, nothing else about the Giants, maybe their defense, but it's it's the Giants. Yeah, indeed. All right, yeah, and I like you said, you, you mentioned that about Kadarius Tony. That's what's really going on with Kenny Galladay, also in his head too. That guy is definitely mm. a nutcase. For sure. All right, let's go on to the next one. Kevin, we'll kick it to you for this one. The Jaguars, 24 to nothing, man. If anyone called this, I would call you Nostra Dummy. Matt Ryan, 195, three picks. Jonathan Taylor, 154, excuse me, 154. See, I'm so used to saying it. 54 yards. Take the 100 out. I can't even believe it. Um, He did have a reception for nine yards. I mean, other than that, um, Ashton Doolin was their top receiving threat. Five receptions for 79 yards. Thank you for the correction. Jaguars, on the other hand, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this might be a real thing here. 235 yards, two TDs. James Robinson, again, we talked about him on the leaders. 64 rushing yards, one TD. By the way, 23 carries carries to Travis Etienne's nine. Just make sure to note that. Um, As far as receiving two, James Robinson, two receptions for 14. Travis Etienne, three for 33. Uh, Christian Kirk, again, a real thing. Six receptions, 78 yards, two TDs. And Evan Ingram came up seven receptions, although they're only 46 yards. But he got seven receptions, so he obviously was getting targeted. All right, Kevin, what do you, what's your take on this game? Give me some guys fantasy-wise that you want well, to take note of as well. It might be hard to believe after the open you know, asteroid that just, just took down the whole Colts team. But I think you mentioned him, and uh, that is uh, – I want to make sure I get this. Ashton Doolin, okay, I think he's worth a shot because he has 13 targets, and he had 12 fantasy points yesterday. It's almost impossible to believe this guy got 12 fantasy points and the Colts had squadoosh (laughs) on the scoreboard. And so uh, he is very available. I could tell you right now he's at 2.4%. And uh, he's going to be on my waiver article. It's going to come out tomorrow. And so just a little 
little you know shout out right can we, there. Can we trademark and, that uh, squadoosh? Can we can we trademark <laughs> that squadoosh? <laughs> By the way, a live okay. update: the intercepted Ryan Tannehill, and now have the ball at the fifty yard line. This is what I love. I wanted okay, them to roll. So, yep. I wanted them to roll tonight. I didn't want them to lose because I want them undefeated next week. Boy, you come bring your A game because we bring it ours. Let's there go. we go. All right. And, speaking and so, of uh, our uh, speak. Speaking of our A game, I got to get right into it, man. Like uh, the America's team, the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Wait, this is right. purposeful. This is take off your headset, boys, and now. get, get comfortable. On. Gotta do a little dance right now. Come on. Listen, not since the days of Dan Marino have I went through a ball game like that. Such an emotional tour of fun. I can't believe it. Let's get into the stats. Tua again, four sixty nine, six TDs, two interceptions. Raheem Mostert, I kept bringing him up as that great DFS star. He still hasn't bust one yet, but to, uh, due to take note, he definitely leaded the car- led mm-hmm. the carries this week. 11 carries, 51 yards. Um, you saw him again in the red zone. That's the second week in a row. That's definitely makes uh, make note of that. Three receptions, 28 yards. Um, Chase Edmonds, by the way, um, you know, even though he had that huge run at the end. And by the way, Mike McDaniels, I just want to bring this up because no one else talked about it. How about this guy baited? He baited Baltimore with that play because even the announcers, Trent Green's like, they're running a lot of time. They're running. That's right, motherfucker. That's right because we were baiting you. We were waiting to pull it. He pulled a trail. It was a great man. Mike, I love that guy. All right. Eagles touchdown. Eagles touchdown. Who was it? Jalen Hurts ran for like 20-some yards. Touchdown. Second touch, rushing touchdown of the – Second rushing touchdown. It's nice. I have him in my two big leagues. I really went big on Jalen Shear, and I'm glad I did it. That's that's great when you could cha-ching like that. All right, so uh, Tyree Kill, we mentioned, 11 receptions, 190, two TDs. Jalen Waddle, 11, 171, two TDs, all real threats. Mike Yasecki finally showing up, too, four receptions, 41 yards, and a TD. Now, let's not, make, let's not take lightly Lamar's day. Great day, indeed, 318 yards, three TDs. How about 119 yards on the ground and the touchdown? Great day for Lamar Jackson. Indeed. I mean, has there ever been a quarterback that had a perfect passer rating? Lose. Indeed. Indeed. How about Rashad Bateman, too? 108 yards. He looked really fast. And by the way, watching that game, he really looked like he punched Xavier Howard in the mouth and he was stumbling. Like literally the entire game until the end, he made a big play at the end, almost took a pick to the house. Uh, so I was really impressed by Rashad Bateman's speed, at least. Nine receptions, 104 yards, and a TD for Mark Andrews as well. Isaiah Likely looked like they went to him also a little bit. Four receptions, 43 mm-hmm. yards as well. By the way, one thing I wanted to mention about this game, too, and, you know, I'll just kind of get on with it, but, you know, and I don't, I'm not this fan. I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm literally no BS. First of all, the kickoff. No one's even mentioned it. They started out this game. The Ravens t- t- returned the kick. I immediately mm. looked at Mary Jane. I said, here's that game that reminds me how mediocre the Dolphins are. That reminds you you're a Miami Dolphins fan. Exactly. This is what it was coming to. I'm like, here we go. Here we, And then they start rolling, and here we go. For them to take that punch in the mouth, and then no one else is talking about the horrible refs on that freaking – I could not believe the spots they were giving us. They're called – they literally – I wish I had it pulled up, but they called a play that Jalen Waddle. they said that he regained his balance. And when they showed it on replay, Buddy's in, like he's halfway in the air. I'm like, when does he regain his balance? And they pushed him behind where he would have got a first down. I literally was – 
losing my mind. I literally talked about it all halftime. I kept showing Mary Jane, look at this. What is he regaining his balance? What is he? And I was like, all right, I'm, I got to get over it. I got to get over it. All right. So anyway, Tua, thank you, sir. That was an amazing game. It's been a long time since I felt something like this. I love you. All right. Next game. We're going to go Ladukey on this one is wheelhouse. Right. Patrick, or excuse me, I'm about to say Patrick Mahone. Pa- uh, <laughs> Mac Jones and Patriots pulling off the ultimate chess match, 17 to 14. We talked about it on the show Sunday, though. It's Bill Belichick still. No matter what, he's going to bring the chess pieces. He's great um, all the way around, just a great coach, game planning. Mac Jones in this game. It's not a lot of huge fantasy to talk about other than a couple of guys. Mac Jones, 252 yards, TD, and a pick. Damian Harris had a good day, 71 yards in the TD. Again, limped off, but says he's fine. Two receptions for 16 yards. Nelson Aguilar, six receptions, 110 yards in the TD. Jacoby Myers also had a good game, nine receptions for 95 yards as well. So he had a good showing. Mitch Trubisky on the other side, 168, one TD, and interception. Might be time to head up the Kenny Pickett train. We'll see. Najee Harris, 15 carries, 49 yards, five receptions for 40 yards. So not a great day for Najee again. Um, Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson led receiving six receptions for 57 yards. Mr. Mallard, what do you have to say about this game? Look, so the Patriots looked better than week one. Minimal. Minimally better, but they snuck out the win. So I will take it. But my biggest my biggest story here is that Jacoby Myers is honestly the clear number one go-to target for me from Mac Jones. So and he's probably still available in a lot of waiver wires. So he's going to make my sophistication station tomorrow night so stay tuned for that but jacoby myers see, he was targeted early and often mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner hi i'm maria and i'm mike and we're team ready Ready. black hills energy knows your home is where your heart is so they want you to be ready it's all about keeping you safe prepared and making your home as energy efficient as possible everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather be ready for anything go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready Devontae Parker, zero receptions on, I think, one target maybe? No, like two targets. I am sorry. He was targeted two times. What a disappointment Devontae Parker has been for these New England Patriots. If you drafted him high, I am sorry. But look, (laughs) Mac Jones is not the guy that can throw it deep, and that is where Devontae Parker was going to help this team. Mac Jones, even to the Nelson Aguilar touchdown, which gives him the majority of his 110 yards on that touchdown, was underthrown, and Nelson Aguilar made that play. So, yes, the Patriots won. Yes, Nelson Aguilar looks like a fantastic value play. Do not get your hopes up. Jacoby Myers might be the standalone value in this, and after Harris's potential banged-up injury and Steven, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, the two of them splitting it, I really only trust Jacoby Myers in this offense right now. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big Jacoby right Myers there. is owned at 64.6%, so don't go rushing the waiver wire. I think you're going to pick him yeah, up. Yeah, he's probably yeah, – that's, that's a fair point. Probably tucked away on someone's roster somewhere. But yeah. give you a live update before we move on. 
Right now, the Bills 34 to 7, big up on the Titans. Five minutes left in the third quarter. Josh Allen, 317 yards, four TDs on the day, one rush for 10 yards. Three of them, three of them. If you're a Stephon Diggs owner having a great night, 148 yards, three TDs, and 12 receptions. Woo! Yeah. So can we good. say uh, Titans found on road dead, or, or is that too early for that? Titans on, on, on their side, their stats, Ryan Tannehill, 117, zero TDs, one interception. Derrick Henry, only 12 carries for 17 yards. He's averaging 1.4 wow. yards right now with the touchdown. Wow. I think that, okay. have, four of us could probably do that. He, t- <laughs> he does have a TD, so you got to give him a little credit. All right, moving on to a game I wish Fred was here to talk about because this was a great one. How about the Jets <laughs> pull, it over, pull it off on the Browns? I can't even – what another, like, great comeback story. Shout out to Ryan McCarthy on that. Indeed. Joe Flacco, 307 yards, four TDs. What a great game for Joe Flacco. He even ran for uh, six yards, believe it or not. Um, on the ground, it was split. Seven carries for Brees Hall, at five, and he had 50 yards. Seven carries for Michael Carter for 23. So it's something to take note. We did have a little more Brees Hall in this game. Maybe they need a little more action, so to speak. Receive the touchdown. He did get the right. He did get the reception for ten yards for the touchdown as well, and a great, great run. Garrett Wilson. We talked about him earlier. Um, Joe Flacco definitely likes him towards the end zone. Eight receptions, 102 yards, and two TDs. Corey Davis, two receptions, 83 yards, and a touchdown as well. Um, so big day again. And the Browns. We talked about Nick Chubb. He was our leader um, as far as the um, running backs are concerned. 87 yards, three touchdowns on the day so big day for nick chubb jacoby Brissett, 229 yards a td and a pick Kareem hunt didn't have his usual day it was 58 yards for him and he only had two receptions for 16 yards nick chubb by the way also three receptions for 26 yards and amari cooper nine receptions for 100, 101 yards and a td nick what do you got to say about this game i knew you were gonna go to me on this one um <laughs> uh wow it's the Jets. It's the Browns. <laughs> two that teams. The most, is that the Browns thing? Is that the most Browns thing ever? Come on. Browns are teams. always figuring out a way to do something like that. Two teams already on the draft clock. Uh, but fantasy-wise, uh, your, your studs showed up. Um, with the exception of Joe Flacco, you thought you never you – know, because – Last week, he looked like a statue out there on, on wheels. Uh, he throws for 307 yards. Uh, Nick Chubb doing Nick Chubb things. Uh, Amari Cooper had 10 targets. The next guy with targets was Harrison Bryant with four. Okay. So you know where the ball is going in, in that offense. It's going to three guys. It's going to Chubb. It's going to Hunt. It's going, it's, it's going to Cooper. That's it. So uh, if so, if you have a Brown, those are the only ones to have. Um, and the Jets, again, the, the Jets are the Jets. The Jets are the so, Jets. So, Nick, I have a question for you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me roll that back. Garrett Wilson was, was their leading target. 14 targets. The number two guy was Corey Davis with four. Yep. All right, like I said, Joe Flacco's got an eye for Garrett Wilson. That is for sure. So it'd be interesting to see. Again, we talked about it though. What what that record's going to be 
when it's time for Zach Wilson to come right. back? Do they do they ride that train? And if so, if they you know bring back Zach Wilson, how does that impect everyone else? Jared and Wilson's is it time to temper your expectations on Brees Hall? Is it time to reel it in? I think it is. It is. Mm-hmm. I, well, I mean, I never had Andrew any. Andrew and I, I think, <laughs> we've been talking about that on our show. Yes, we have. For a couple of episodes now that Brees Hall, you know, before you dive headfirst into that pool, you better make sure that there's enough water in it. Yeah, you think it, Sorry, Nick, here's an interesting question, though, because you bring up, the, the you know, we know who the ball's going to, the two running backs and Amari Cooper and the Browns offense. And then, obviously, with the Jets, Garrett Wilson – out targets by far anybody else in the Jets. Do you mm-hmm. see that changing anytime when Deshaun Watson and Zach Wilson both respectfully take over? Or do you think this the offense is going to be the way it is? Well, theoretically, um, I think Wilson will be back in week four. Yep. Uh, and I think Watson will not be back unless, unless the Browns are in contention. There is really no reason to roll him out there. The only reason that you would is so he gets some of the – Rust off because he hasn't. You got to get the rust off. Playing well. What's the point? What if if you roll him out there and he gets injured? That that alone is the point. The uh, by the way, another live update. The Bills now. Just now at a TD return interception. It is now forty-one to seven. Three minutes still in the fourth or in the third quarter. Wow. (laughs) That Tennessee <laughs> team is bad. That Buffalo Bills team is good. It's really good, really good. All I right, just showed go. a v- video of Joe and Hurts squatting 500 pounds in okay, high school. We, right. Thanks okay. for all that. Non, non, uh, <laughs> non, who cares? All right, going to the Commanders and the Lions. What another good game. 36-27, to 27, yes. good fantasy implications. Carson Wentz, 337 yards, three TDs. Um, Antonio Gibson was a no-show in this one, but I don't think they really need him that much, but he had 28 yards and a TD, um, so he did get in the end zone. Um, he did get two receptions for 13 yards. You mentioned these other guys earlier, Nick. Curtis Samuel, seven receptions, 78 yards in the TD. Jahan Dotson, four receptions, 59 yards in the TD. You mentioned Terry McLaurin a minute ago on our flops. Um, Lions, Jared Goff, 256, four TDs. Um, Amon St. Brown also did some on the ground too, which you uh, mentioned mm-hmm. on the, sh- we didn't get to mention on the shout two carries for 68 yards. Um, even he was actually their lead rusher by yards, but Deandre Swift obviously had a good game early five receptions, 56 yards. I think they were just trying to make sure he was good. Jamal Williams, 12 carries, 53 yards. We talked about Amon St. Brown again, a minute ago, nine receptions, 116 yards and two TDs. Kevin, talk about this one and, uh, the fantasy implications there. Well, the, the, the biggest fantasy uh, to me is because uh, we talked about this yesterday as well as Antonio Gibson, and uh, that he, he his hold on that starting job is tenuous, and he had a touchdown. That's the only thing that saved his entire day. I advocated picking up Brian Robinson, even though you know he's dealing with being shot or whatever. Pick him up, put him on your IR spot, and uh, Antonio Gibson just no. No, 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 no. And then, uh, but McKissick, <laughs> he had seven catches out of seven targets for 54 yards. He had 12 fantasy points. That's, that, that'll do on your bench. And so, uh, Antonio Gibson owners, you're on notice. By the way, Andrew, you mentioned this Titans team. We have might, mm. might have now entered the Malik Willis era. He is now the starting QB in oh, Tennessee. Wow, right that did he just threw a pick six, Tannehill. 
Week <laughs> right, two. Week two was a lot earlier than that. Hill and Matt Ryan, maybe they're riding in the sunset together. I, I yeah, feel like that, that over-under was around week five. Yeah, so week this two might be early. more for just blowout input, you know, yes, and just let him yeah. see what he's got because this Bills, hey. he, he almost threw a pick right off the jump. So there you go. All right, let's move back to that. Let's move on, man. We got all these games, Nick. Bucks at Saints, 20-10. to uh, Tom Brady, again, 190 yards, one TD. Um, so not a great Tom Brady-like day. Leonard Fournette, 65 yards again. Um, not a big, great day at fantasy at all for any of these teams, really. Mike Evans, three receptions, 61 yards. We talked about Perryman a minute ago. He was the lone TD guy, three receptions for 45 yards in the TD. On the Saints side, that was a little bit of a surprise, too. Jameis Winston Having one of those Jameis Winston type mm-hmm. games, two hundred thirty six yards, one TD. He was throwing it everywhere. Three, and that's what you know. We know that's what he does sometimes. He got Mark Ingram as a replacement for Alvin Kamara, which might have affected you know Jim Jameis Winston not being able to dump off. Um, he had ten carries for uh, sixty yards. Chris Olave was their lead go getter with five receptions for eighty yards. Michael Thomas also had six receptions for sixty five yards and a TD. Um, Andrew, we'll go to you on this one. Talk about this matchup and fantasy implications. Yeah, so I first want to touch on something that I heard on my way home that Kevin said to pick up Brashad Perryman. I love you, Kevin, and I respect you, Kevin, but do not listen to Kevin on Brashad Perryman. Please. <laughs> Wait, this is why. This, me. this is okay. why, Kevin. Look, Mike Evans suspended one game. Chris uh, Chris Godwin will be back in, what, two or three I'm not games. saying pick him up and play him for the whole season. But the, right. but I'm but the way I view waiver Next wires, week, is bad, get I'm not going to pick up Brashad Perryman. Help, all right, get him. I'm, I'm not going to spend money on Brashad Perryman for one week. I'm not and that's, and that's spending money on him either. Me. I'm picking him up off the waiver wire. Simple. <laughs> nah, as let's try not to talk over each other, guys. It's not it's <laughs> right, not good so, for me. I'm sorry. But anyways, look. Brashard Perryman, yes, he had a fantastic touchdown. Um, and 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 I think we did joke about on yesterday's show that Brashard, this could be a, a situation where Brashard uh, Perryman might show up, maybe even Scotty Miller. And Scotty Miller did have an early couple catches where I was looking at that game and thinking, damn it, I I should have listened to myself because Scotty Miller showed up when no one else was going to. And uh, yeah, look, Mike Mike Evans obviously disappointed with the the ejection. Uh, he wasn't doing much before that nine points or so like that. Um, but look, my biggest takeaway here is Tom Brady looks shook. Tom Brady looks like the emo- we joked about it on yesterday's show, Kevin, where we were like, yeah. "Look, is, is the is the is the side stuff going to affect Tom Brady?" And we all said, "Not, no way at all. He's a professional. He's a champion. There's no way any of this stuff is going to affect him." I'm sorry, but I saw his face. I saw how pissed he was during that game. There's more than just football affecting that guy. And something is wrong with Tom Brady, and I can't trust Tom Brady right now. And when I said He's I was 45, starting Drew. Jared Goff over Tom Brady, I wish I had thought of I, – I mean, I started Matthew Stafford over Tom Brady, but if I was in the position, I wish I had also started Jared Goff over Tom Brady because it made sense logistically in a turn. Yeah, we did talk about that very thing yesterday. We did. And Tom we- Brady looks like he is lost out there right now. So I also brought it up on our morning show, and the reason I brought it up actually is because I accidentally clicked on a link prior to our shows on Yahoo um, about Tom Brady. It's not nothing I would normally hit, but it was actually like a, a piece on his personal life, and Giselle said that they've actually been living apart for a month. Yep. Uh, so that actually is, there's your info right there. You're living apart from wife, there you wife go. for a month. Breaking that, news that, right here. 
That's the man no looks bueno. like Skeletor. I'm sorry, but the man's face. Skeletor, that, you can notice a, a physical difference. You can notice a physical difference in the man, and I'm sorry, but when you notice physical differences, there's more than just football going on. He's stressed, and you can see it. Like you said, yes. you can see that come out. And, again, I talked about that earlier. Once he gets hit in the mouth a few times, like, how is he going to react? But, listen, we all this, oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, they're 2-0 still. So that's scary to me. I'm scared, bro. I don't know about that's y'all. That's scary to me, the fact that they're struggling, and they're 2-0. What are you going to say? Let's talk about the schedule, though. Let's talk right, about indeed, indeed. They right. made <laughs> two strong defenses. That's what I've they been saying. They haven't scored all. over 20 points yet. So let's let's Two strong that. defenses. So they're going <laughs> to be okay. Let's go to the live update. It's halftime at the Eagles game, and they, Jalen Hurts had a big bomb to Goddard to get him to a field goal range right before the end of the half. They get a field goal. It's 24-7 Eagles at the, at the end For of the For the high-powered half. Vikings offense. Jalen Hurts, 251 yards and a touchdown. Also, 50 yards on the ground, two TDs, um, and Goddard's having a big night, four receptions, 74 yards. Quez Watkins is the guy that got the touchdown from Hertz, two receptions, 69 yards, and a TD so far. So That's DraftKings right there, baby. All right, let's go to <laughs> Falcons at Rams. And, you know, again, we you know, there's a little bit of hype on Marcus Mariota going into the game, actually, and how he's – and, you know, again, they were down early, but these Atlanta Falcons, man, they keep fighting, although they can't win, but they're at least fighting. Let's say that. Uh, Marcus Mariota, 196, two TDs, two picks. Cordell Patterson, he split actual carries with Tyler Algier, so something, again, to take note of, although Algier, 10, 10 carries for 30 yards, so he averaged 3 yards a carry. Um, Cordell Patterson, 10 carries, 41 yards, so he he averaged 41. Drake London looks like the real deal, 8 receptions, 86 yards, and a TD. Um, again, I'll bring this up. We're going to bring this up tomorrow, and guys be worried about, though, Kyle Pitts in this matchup. Again, not doing anything. Definitely something to be to be concerned this about. This coach Kyle is talking so. about him too. I don't know if you saw that, Commissioner. About, I did not. Uh, yeah, he said that this is not fantasy football, and we're playing to win. When he I was see. asked about Kyle Pitts, yeah, and I, that was I, his response. I see. That makes sense when you're zero two. Matt Stafford, <laughs> two hundred and seventy-two yards. I'm just uh, telling you what he said. Three three TDs, two picks. Daryl Henderson. 47 yards, one TD. Um, so a little bit of a disappointing game, at, you know, thinking he was going to take things over because here's the interesting thing, 15 carries for Cam Akers. So what are we doing now? Now he had 44 yards, not as effective, but still had carries. Two receptions for him, also for 18 yards. So, again, it looks like we are in straight splitsville when it comes to that backfield. Cooper Cup uh, showing up again, 11 receptions, 108 yards, two TDs. Tyler Higby, we mentioned him earlier, 7 receptions, 71 yards. Allen Robinson, he did get in the end zone, 53 yards, 4 receptions. And I will note, because I am an Allen Robinson owner, I was watching it. He actually should have had two. They called a BS call on some formation thing. And they had an easy walk-in TD. Um, it got called back. So he could have had two TDs and a real big day for him. And can I just I, say, Allen Robinson got in early, too, in that game. Right. Which is a good sign that they are choosing to get him the ball. Exactly. It looks like McVay looks like, again, he mentioned he want to get them the ball. All right, Nick, what say you on this matchup? Uh, I did not believe in the Marcus Mariota hype train that was coming out. Uh, I still don't believe it. Um, Mr. Mister Pitts is playing like the Pitts right now. Uh, they just don't seem to have a gel. Uh, 
And on the Rams side, it looks like they tempered uh, Stafford's throwing. They only allowed him to throw 36 times. Is it a 51, his average? Uh, and Daryl Henderson and uh, Cam Akers, I would avoid it like COVID. Don't no, you don't know who's getting the ball each week. Uh, avoid it. Stream in dire straits. Ironically, Justin just chimed in. He said, what's up, TSS? So let's talk about the 49ers. Kevin, I'm going to get to you on this one. 27-7 against the Seahawks. Um, you know, again, we know we had the injury to Trey Lance. But guess what? The Niners played well in his absence. What a big surprise. Jimmy G, 154 yards and a TD. Mm-hmm. He's efficient. Jeffrey Will- Jeff Wilson Jr., 84, 18 mm-hmm. carries, 84 yards. Good. I mean, decent day for him. Debo Samuel doing Debo Samuel stuff. Four carries, 53 mm-hmm. yards. He had five receptions, 54. Brandon Ayuk, five receptions, 63 yards. Nobody really blowed it out. But what, what is of note here is Tyron Davis Price, the rookie. He also, he basically almost split with Jeffrey Wilson. So 14 Out carries, four to six weeks. 33 yards. He is. Okay, look at that. I didn't even I didn't even know he was on the injury report. Look at that. Yep. All right. So Geno Smith, um, you know, again having that Geno Smith day, 197. He was he was him and Jameis Winston must have talked prior. Like, let's go back to the old school. 197 and a pick. Uh Rashad Penny. There was nothing in this running game. Literally, Rashad Penny was their leading carrier, and he had 15 yards. I mean, wow. Tyler Lockett, nine receptions, 107 yards. I apologize because someone asked me if they should start him, and I'm like, hell no. Uh, but he had an okay day if you were uh, looking at it, nonetheless. All right, Kev, let's go to you. What's your impact on this one? What do you think? Well, the only Seahawk that we need to talk about is you, you just mentioned him. That's Tyler Lockett. And he had a much better day than was okay, considering that they didn't even score an offensive touchdown. He had 21 fantasy points. So he is a guy that um, we were, before the season started, we were wondering, okay, was it Metcalf? Is it Tyler Lockett? And since it's Geno Smith, I thought it was Tyler Lockett because he's not the guy that's going to be throwing it downfield. And so if you happen to take Metcalf early, I'm sorry to tell you, that's not going to work out so well for you. But uh, Metcalf, I'm all in on him. So coming up against Atlanta, I think that that would be a solid play. And, uh, you know, you're talking about Justin a moment ago. And he's the fantasy savior and everything else. And uh, he should be in his prayer closet thinking that uh, that they didn't get rid of Jimmy G. Everybody wanted it. So I guess in the in the up in the management office, they wanted Jimmy G gone. And uh, I don't think that the players were so much behind any of that. And uh, they need to be thanking all the stars they can because he's on that team, and because he's there. All of the players that are on the 49ers maintain their fantasy where they are at this point in time. And because uh, if he was not there, then then you'd need to pretty much put all the 49er players in reverse, except for Sam Well. But uh, since he's there, 49ers, they're, they're just going to keep on rolling ahead. Yeah, it's crazy how this whole off-season drama has come, you know, worked out to itself right here in the regular season. And now, like I said, here's Jimmy G once again here um, 
quarterback in this team. And again, I'm not mad at it. I think that they will, uh, again, play better with these guys. So yeah, he, Justin's saying the thanks and appreciate you guys coming in tonight. We appreciate you. All right, let's go to this next matchup. Ladu, let's go to you, my friend. This was a great one at four o'clock, the Cardinals and the Raiders. What a great way yes. to close out the night. Uh, well, at least the four o'clock games anyway. Uh, 29 to 23. What a great comeback by Kyler Murray. They must have watched the Dolphins earlier and just said, let's keep sticking with it. Kyler Murray, 277 yards, a TD and a pick. Um, you know, we talked about James Conner getting hurt in that one. So Darrell, Darrell Williams actually led the, well, I guess they split carries, but he led as far as yards and was more effective. 59 yards, 70, um, excuse me, 7.4 average for a TD. Um, Eno Benjamin, eight carries, same carries. He just got 31 yards. So, again, when we talk about the waiver show tomorrow, maybe somebody to look out for is more Darrell Williams than Eno Benjamin. Kyle Murray um, also ran for um, 28 yards and a TD um, as well. Zach Ertz uh, mentioned eight receptions, 75 yards. Um, Ky- uh, Marquise Brown, six receptions. He had um, 68 yards. It looks like he was just basically trying to force it to him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they just they need they need Hopkins back, period. Um, Dorch, mm-hmm. four receptions. He had a TD as well. On the Raiders side, you know, there was somebody – I don't think – I don't know if I mentioned Hunter Refro in the flops, um, but, you know, again, yeah. he, did, he did okay it's, as far as PPR, seven receptions, 59 yards. Not what we were expecting, though, from him. Matt Collins, Matt Collins the guy, the Afro from Miami, I mean, he, when he's leading your receiving core, four receptions, 66 yards, you're in trouble, I think, really. Derek Carr, 252 yards, two TDs. Josh Jacobs, 69 yards on the ground. LaDuke, what do you say about the matchup? Well, there's a lot that happened in this matchup. For one, Matt Collins, his five receptions, 66 yards, it came early. Matt Collins was involved very early in this game. Hunter Renfro, uh, I believe, left this game hurt as well. So uh, his seven for 59, um, yes, he might have had the most receptions, but look, watch his status going forward. Devontae Adams only getting two catches for 12 yards. Yes, he had the touchdown, which might have saved you some point, but two catches for only 12 yards, that was shocking. But my biggest take is, look, that Car- uh, Carolina, the Arizona offense was supposed to be a firepower, high-octane offense this year. And Kyler Murray has struggled in the first half of these games. He is not looking the uh, looking right. Eno Benjamin, if James Conner is going to miss uh, multiple weeks here or even a week, Eno Benjamin is the guy I'm picking up over Darrell Williams. Eno Benjamin seemed to have taken over the main role. Uh, but Marquise Brown has been... Look, it, it took him overtime to hit six receptions. He had, I think, three or three receptions heading into over three or four receptions heading into overtime. He was under double digit points heading into overtime. So Marquise Brown, massive disappointment in this. This whole offense has been a massive disappointment for me. The fact that Eno Benjamin is a waiver wire pickup if James Conner is hurt is just an epitome of what this offense has been so far. So I'm surprised Arizona came back and won this. I thought the Raiders were going to do it, but I guess Kyler Murray, he did show a little bit of edge to himself to to lead the team to a comeback win. Yeah, we made a lot of hype about this AFC West. How about the um, begin? We're going to go into the Broncos in a minute. Um, they look like they're a little reeling, and this now this Raider team 0-2, so interesting. Glad this is happening for the Dolphins. All right, let's talk about the other uh, game that was actually a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Bengals and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And by the way, give Kev a shout out. He did call out both defenses to play, and Dallas was all over the Bengals. I was real surprised. I mean, that offensive mm-hmm. line is for real not very good. Joe Burrow, 199, a TD. Joe Mixon, 19 carries, 
he, he's on pace to be sacked oh. 111 times this year. Yeah, we're talking like car type numbers for sure. Joe Burrow did run a little bit because he probably was running for his life. Four carries, 26 yards. T. Higgins, <laughs> six receptions, 71 yards and a TD. Jamar Chase, five receptions, 54 yards. Cowboys, Cooper Rush, the undefeated Cooper Rush, 235, <laughs> one TD. Zeke Elliott, 15 carries, 53 yards. We mentioned him earlier. Tony Pollard, 43 yards in the TD and had the good um, PPR day with the four receptions and 56 yards. Um, mm-hmm. So a little more effective, um, I think, in the backfield. Something to take note of. Noah Brown, I know Nick likes this guy. Five receptions, 91 yards in the TD. CeeDee Lamb, seven receptions, 75 yards. Nick, let's go to you on this matchup. What do you think? Well, um, so let me speak with the Bengals. Uh, I said earlier uh, during the summer that the two Super Bowl teams, one of them is going to have a hangover. Well, apparently it's the Bengals suffering the hangover. Uh, you know, they say that, that the Bengals line got better. At times it actually looks worse. But when mm-hmm. you look at the tape, the – the piece of the offense that actually looks worse is Joe Burrow because what he's doing is he's holding the ball a little bit too long, waiting for Jamar to get open. And then by that time he's, he's wearing the, the defensive line. So that's, that's number one. Uh, and of course you're not going to win that way with, with what you're doing at, at quarterback, just get the ball out quickly on the other side from the, from that team from, from Texas, uh, the quarterback played very, very well. Uh, kudos to him. He, he should get a game ball uh, because they had um, naysayers the whole week, myself included. Uh, and uh, Michael Parsons said, you know what? We just said a big F you to all the naysayers. So um, they said F, F you, and we took it. So, uh, and I said earlier, just, just put a tombstone over Zeke Elliott because he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh no, Noah Brown, that. I think he was selling cars two two weeks ago, but he's <laughs> but he's the early but he's the early streaming darling right now, especially with the way Ceedee Lamb is playing or not playing. Uh, but yeah, had got to give it to him. Yeah, ironically, I had to go to you on this one. It's the two teams you hate so much. So I had to go to there. And yeah, yeah, no. um, yeah Zeke, I think you're right. Um, you know, he again, maybe it's just game flow. They're not really, you know, they're not getting, they're not able to, you know, sit here and run like they used to. But then I'm watching this game and it was like, yeah, they really kind of could have in this matchup. And, you know, again, he just doesn't have that pop like Tony Pollard has that big game pop. I don't see Zeke having that pop no more, so I think you're right about that. All right, let's go on to a good matchup. (laughs) Well, it was a weird matchup. The Broncos and the Texans, um, you know, again, we talked about, you know, the Broncos and their struggles Um, earlier. I kind of, like, foreshadowed it. And, like, I mean, the coach, they even had a – they kick a field goal, and they again, they run the freaking time again. And they have to take points off the board and actually punt. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I mean, that's that's not a Russell Wilson-led team. And, again, I think it's been mentioned before, um, Russell Wilson, those legs just aren't there like they used to. That mobility is not there. Um, 219 yards, one TD, an interception. We mentioned Jerry Judy going out, um, so he didn't have a great day, unfortunately. Javonta Williams, 15 carries, 75 yards. Melvin Gordon, 10 carries, 47 yards. And Javonta Williams um, only had one reception for 10 yards going back to last week. Obviously, with Judy out, 
Cortland Sutton stepped up, seven receptions, 122 yards. So big day for him. On the Texan side, you know, this is a tough Broncos defense, so I'm not going to hold too much to it. But David Mills, 177. What is good to see for you, Damian Pierce, guys, 15 mm-hmm. carries, 69 yards. Looks like they're kind of going back on the whole Rex Burkhead thing. Um, so let's go. Let's go. T- <laughs> let's go to Kevin on this one. What do you think of this matchup? Well, first of all, Denver, it seems like they've had like 130 penalties in their first two games. <laughs> so they're going to they're going to have to straighten that out. And I had already said last week that was the stupidest decision by a head coach. No one will match that the rest of the year. And uh, <laughs> they just haven't been able to get you can't have these kind of penalties like this, and especially at home. And, and, and you got Wilson is getting booed up there by the home crowd. His first game as a Bronco, he's getting booed in the first half. And mm-hmm. so things are not going well up there. Jerry Judy, you mentioned the injury. That does not help the situation. And uh, so if you happen to be you know, uh, uh, a Sutton owner, Maybe that'll fire him up a little bit for you. And uh, there's a whole lot going wrong right there. They're going to have to show me that uh, before I'm going to say, okay, Broncos. And uh, as far as the uh, the Texan, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at uh, Brandon Cooks. Right, mm-hmm. He has 22 targets. In the first two games, you have to figure that the two have Davis Mills and him will connect at some point. Mm-hmm. So if you have Brandon Cooks, don't be throwing up the uh, the SOS signal just yet. And uh, and as you mentioned about Pierce, uh, we all thought he was going to be the guy, and I think he will be eventually. But the Texans aren't just a good team, so well, there's nothing more else to say about them. Yeah, can I, can I comment on the Texans real fast? Sure, go ahead. Just want to say, I told y'all, OJ Howard, <laughs> one reception, one target, seven yards. I hope all y'all that paid all that fab for him at the tight end position <laughs> feel that. I told y'all, Rex Burkhead, <laughs> what a fraud. Damian Pierce, 15 Two. carries. Two fantasy Rex Burkhead, points. no carries. Two. You cannot overreact to week one. Never your lesson, and I hope you have good luck next. Maybe not even week two, right? I mean, again, it's a long season, lots to go, so no reason to sweat. Especially even if you're zero two in your fantasy teams, it's cool, man. You got a lot of time left. No, no worries. I'm zero two. You know why, Commissioner Cooper? Because the the dude I've gone up, both of them have scored over two hundred and thirty points. Both nobody do anything about that. Nobody (laughs) likes. Nobody likes. You just go like this and say. Nobody likes to hear his excuses, Kevin. All right, let's go on to the Bears and Packers in the Sunday night matchup, which I was so emotionally drained, I just fell out. And by the way, Nick, just so you're aware, the Eagles just made an interception. There you go. Right on top. Hey, that's not good for my Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, again, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, Justin Jefferson's update. not showing up very well either. So we'll, we'll get to the stat in a second. Justin Fields last night, 70 yards, a pick. Um, he did run for 20 yards and a touchdown. David Montgomery, though, did show up finally last night. 15 carries, 122 yards. He looked well when he was in there. Um, I mean, there was nobody receiving-wise, so not even really talk about. It was like the Bears were back in the 1920s last night. Aaron Rodgers, 234 yards, two TDs. 
not looking quite like Aaron Rodgers, but he talked about that afterwards. You know, we're not quite there yet, but, you know, he's still with that relaxed stuff, so we're good. Aaron Jones, 15 carries, big night last night, 132 yards and a TD. Um, had three receptions, 38 yards, and another TD, so big night for him. Sammy Watkins was the guy yardage-wise, three receptions, 93 yards. A.J. Dillon, by the way, um, 18 carries, 61 yards. Again, I think, you know, and again with this Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon debate um, that it seems to be going on. Listen, at the end of the day right now, Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones. Like, I mean, he just always is Aaron Jones, a guy, consistent guy. But when it starts to get colder, I guarantee you're going to see a little bit more A.J. Dillon, those thunder thighs, mm-hmm. that's for sure. All right, let's go to you, Duke. Give me your uh, reaction to this one. Look, so here's how I see this. So no surprise, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones pretty much split the carries. And given the receiving core, this is why I stack, actually did a, a weird stack and stacked Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones in my home league because I had a feeling that A.J. Dillon might get more of the carries and Jones might become more involved in the passing game, and it worked out. He's Aaron Jones seems to be the red zone option for Aaron Rodgers right now, and that is something I can bank on in fantasy. As far as the Chicago Bears go, yes, Montgomery, it's great to see him look good. I know there's a lot of people say, oh, Khalil Herbert is here to stay. Look, the 15-4 to carry differential between Montgomery and Herbert is not a mistake. Montgomery having two receptions to Herbert's one is also not a mistake. Herbert is a clear handcuff. He's one of the better handcuffs in the league, but let's not go ahead and be starting Herbert over Montgomery in your leagues. Montgomery is no, still... don't do that. Please don't yeah. do that. Montgomery you is still... You can pick him up if you need a hand, uh, 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 a guy on your bench, but... Yeah, no. Montgomery is still a stud running back, yes, on a bad offense. But if this offense can find their rhythm with Justin Fields, Montgomery is going to be a massive value because he can pound the rock hard. And yes, Justin Fields, 70 yards passing in an interception, woof. It's not looking good for Justin Fields. Yes, he brings the rushing game. Eight carries, but for only 20 yards and a touchdown, that touchdown saved him. Justin yeah. Fields is not the answer for Chicago. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, again. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot of weapons there. I mean, yeah. too. I mean, I, the one thing I want to know is what happened to Cole Kamen. I heard so much about him. Mm-hmm. I don't see him doing nothing. Um, Darnell Mooney, again. I, I always go with consistent guys. Darnell, he still hasn't done anything. So, you know. He's got he's got a lot of issues as far as like weapons are concerned. His best guy still is David Montgomery. I don't care what yes. anyone says. He's still your best weapon. Um, so maybe you see a little more screens to him. Maybe that get Justin Fields off a little bit more. Can we just say Cole Komet, who is being drafted as like your number Please. five tight end in, in drafts this year, zero receptions on two targets. Yeah, that's um, why you do not draft tight ends early unless it's named Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews. A hundred and ten percent. I'm with that. I do that. That's literally me every year. All right, let's give you the quick Monday night update so I can get back and enjoy the Monday night games. Um, again, it's been a complete blowout in one of them. The Bills all over the Titans, and I'm so glad this happened because that means next week it's mano e mano. I can't wait. 41-7 is the score. Ryan Tannehill, um, again, I mentioned it, 117 yards, two picks on the night. Malik Willis has come in, done nothing too. Six yards in the air, and he's runched for 10 yards. And I also saw him Six fumble. yards. He also just fumbled just a minute ago as well. Traylon Burks is their best receiver, four receptions, 47 yards. On the Bills side, Josh Allen, 317, four TDs. Um, he's also not playing anymore. We got Case Keenum in because why not? Um, no running, though, tonight. Their leading rusher, Devin Singletary, six yards or six carries for 19 yards. That's their leading rusher. 
Um, Stephon Diggs, we talked about the big night. 12 receptions, 148 yards, three TDs. They're pretty much, you know, filling the rest after that. But I have to take note, the Bills are nasty, and the Bills are the same team as last year, pretty much. They still can't run the football, but they don't need to. Going into the other matchup right now, Eagles have the ball at their own 30, um, driving right now. It, they, the just perked up, picked up per Cousins, like I mentioned. It's 24-7, to Eagles. Jalen Hurts, 259 yards uh, in, the, in the air, one TD. 50 yards on the ground, two TDs tonight. Miles Sanders, 33 yards on the ground. Goddard is their leading receiver, five receptions and 82 yards. Nick mentioned the Vikings' vaunted offense right now, 115 yards for Kirk Cousins, one TD, one pick. Their leading rusher right now, Jalen Rager with 17 yards. Dalvin Cook, where are you? Five carries, 14 yards. He does have three receptions, though, for 15 yards. Justin Jefferson, five receptions for 43 yards. So the everything's starting to ban- balance out, Daniel Son. All right, Kev, we got the professor. We got Mr. Mallard. You guys do me a favor. Kev will go to you first. Let everyone know where they can find, subscribe, and get all your great stuff. We appreciate you coming in tonight. Well, it's always great to be here, Mr. Cooper. And uh, as you know, uh, Andrew and I have our show that comes on at noon Eastern, Sunday mornings. We 11. preview the action. And uh, 11? 11? 11 Eastern. Okay, uh, I'm told, you know, I, that <laughs> Eastern time zone, that's where time begins. You know, I, I, I'm not in the Eastern time zone, so I'm glad Andrew is here to straighten me out on that. It's uh, 10 o'clock in the Central time zone, okay? So, uh, but uh, check us out over there. And uh, I have an article that comes out, waiver wire pickups. And uh, I had hoped it would be out today, but I wasn't able to get there. It'll be out tomorrow. And because uh, Wednesday is when all the you know waivers got to go through, and so you can look for that article tomorrow. And uh, unfortunately, we uh, finished with the uh, fantasy baseball show, and so uh, you can always find me at uh, on Twitter Kevin six two W I L S C A. We t- we take start start and sit sit questions, so you can shoot me those over there if you need to. We'll get to them on Sunday morning. It's always great to be here, and I appreciate it. All right. We appreciate you being here, the professor of Belly Up. And the professor of sophistication from Belly Up, Mr. Mallard. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, get all your great stuff as well. Yeah, I'm going to keep it short and simple. At Real Mr. Mallard is where you can find all my personal content on Twitter. If you like the golf show, at Divots and Pivots is where it's at. Look, we go live every Tuesday night at 80, and we have a big guest tomorrow night. Uh, Rob Hardy Poole. He's a host and producer on the Sports Hub, uh, 98.5 The Sports Hub up here in Boston. He's also on Sirius XM Radio. So come check us out tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, on Twitter, on bellyup.tv. We'll be talking to him about PGA, about talking live. And then every Friday I am the author, along with Brian Scott from the Injured uh, Podcast um, for the uh, inside the medical tent is the name of the article. So come check that out on bellyupfantasysports.com. You can find me there every Friday. And like I said, at Real Mr. Mallet on Twitter all week long. Andrew, there was nothing short and sweet about that. I just want to let you know. Compared to Kevin, yes, there was. All right. Tomorrow night, it's waiver time. You know, we got the big waiver show tomorrow. We got special guest Scott Spratt. I can't even say that right. Scott Spratt's in the, in the building. He will be joining Ilio from uh, the Average Joe Sports Podcast 
We're going to do some champs chumps on some waiver wire ads. So that'll be lots of fun. Talk about the big pickups for tomorrow. We're going to laugh at all the things we got wrong too. And be sure to call everybody out like we normally do. That's always lots of fun. So tune in, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate you. And while I scroll down for the outro, we are out. We're on a mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.